I think that um, tonight's year, which is entitled The Holy Work of Aaron Akayin, Can We Do It? Uh, is potentially life-altering, but not uh, in a very automatic, uh, quick-fix kind of way, just that um, it may uh, enable us to go in a certain direction, <clears throat> which if we do the good work could be, of course, greatly beneficial to many people, but there could be uh, quite a different approach to life. Um, if uh, what appears to me to be contained here is accurate, which hopefully we'll explore together. Um, just to set the stage, I'd like to present two questions. One of a more theoretical nature, one may be a little more practical, uh, one first being more of a personal experience, another one that someone shared with me. It's just sort of uh, putting things in context. Uh, at the recent wedding of our youngest daughter to Moshe Rubin, the son of Rabbi Eliezer from North Miami Beach, Florida, there was experienced um, by many people as they expressed it very, very clearly, very strongly, a very powerful and real experience of Simcha at the Chasana. Um, the, the highest, uh, I guess, the recognition we got from my dear Chavar, Dr. Shleimi Zimmerman, who we'll get to hear from Mr. Shem next week, who was a very keen observer of people's emotions uh, in many life situations, and he said, the Ulam looks happy. <laughs> That's you know, the highest compliment you can ask for. And the question is, what, is the, what was that really all about? What are the conditions, the factors, the ingredients that produce, or maybe that we could say unleash, a real, powerful, true simcha? I remember hearing from the Rashiva, Zechon that we really have the power of simcha within us, just it's held back. I think he said that's why a little l'chaim is okay, because that's not uh, really artificial simcha, it's just allowing us to get in touch with what's really there within us. And the question is, what is that that's there within us, and what helps to unleash it? That was the one question that I had. Another question... I guess they just set the stage here. Uh, someone shared with me an um, episode of um, Talmidim of a uh, nice-sized yeshiva wanting to have a end of the Zman barbecue, real Gishmak barbecue. And uh, they invited the Rosh Hashiva to join the barbecue. So let's say you're in that position. You're the Rosh Hashiva of a quite chash of yeshiva, the guys want to have a real great barbecue at the end of the Zman, to end off the Zman together, and they invite you to join. So do you allow them to have it? Do you join it? Okay. Now we can go to uh, learning a little piece in the Maral. So the mission of us says, Havei shall shal'aharoin, be among the Talmidim of Aaron, 
Oyev Shalom, Veroidev Shalom, Oyves Abriyas, and Vekarva Latayra. Love Shalom, pursue Shalom, love Hashem's creations. Mepharshim say that's using that Lushan because it refers even to people that have strayed from the path that I was trying to bring back, and that's why they refer to as Briois. Bring them back to Tyra. Maral asks, What is the purpose of this Lushan of Havemi Talmidam Shal Arai? You could just say very simply, Pursue Shalom, love Shalom, love people, bring them back to Tyra. What is the role of this introductory? A phrase that have talmidav shall aray, and he also asks, uh, how are these qualities sufficient to give a person such a coveted designation as talmide aray? Doesn't even say mufurish anywhere in the Torah that Aaron did this. Okay, it's sort of hinted at in the Navi, but Aaron Koyin was such a kadosh Koyin Gadol. Are these qualities of uh, pursuing shalom, bringing people back, makara people, is that sufficient for a person to be called mitalmidei aray? And uh, a loving briyus is not mentioned anywhere. So, how would we understand this? So the morale in response to this, these questions, he says that. Um, Actually, the Kain Gadol, as being one single Kain, Kain Gadol, is representing the oneness of a Claudius role, and actually his primary, essential, entire Madrega and Avoida was what? To unite Claudius role to become Am Echad and to unite. Yisrael with Avim Shabashamayim as he ends off Adsha Koil Echot. Till they're all one. To create the com- most complete, all encompassing Achdus of, on, on one hand, one aspect, Klaal Yisrael with one another, and also Klaal Yisrael with Hashem. And he says, that Aaron was uniquely suited for this, Mikol Boy Oilam, more than anyone who ever lived. And that's why he was involved in making shalom between people, because that was part of his essential madrega, his whole Ikra Avoida was uniting Claudius role, so certainly to bring back together those that are at odds with each other. And similarly, it was Makarev Brias to Torah because that's bringing Shalom between Klausrol and Hashem. If they're away from Torah, then they're away from Hashem. Then they're disconnected. Then they're Mechulakim. They're not connected. How can we connect with Hashem? Only through his Torah, through his mitzvahs. And if somebody doesn't have that, then he is he's divorced. And then we're not all together. So he was bringing them back. And he says there that. He needed to have the quality of oivis habriyos for this kind of work. He applies it even to the Indian of um, of oiv shalom v'roidev shalom, because if he himself is not connected to the people to the point of having real true ava for them, then how could he connect them one to another? Later on, he says that he. he 
This is said by Hillel, who was the paragon of humility, because the person needs to have the midah of Anova, that he should be connected. Otherwise, how could he connect them if he himself is not connected, if he sees himself separate, above, then he's divorced. He has to have not only the Ava, he has to have the Hanova to be truly one. And then he could bring them together. And it seems like, just to understand it a little bit, it's hard to know for sure, that uh, it would seem like in order to help them get in touch with this inner feeling that they have, with this inner Kayach that they really desire, that's within every Jew, Aaron had to represent it, had to manifest it, had to live it for them to feel it from him, to be able to discover that it's within themselves and that's really our true, our true makeup inside. And could be this could help explain a little bit the method that Aaron used, which is not a simple thing to understand, of going to each one and telling them how the other one is so upset and feels so terrible. And then when they would meet, they would hug each other and kiss each other. Of course, it's not simple, you know, how that's working, that he's allowed to do it, okay, but that it should work, that he should believe it. It's, you know, far from simple. But Kubit Dipshat is that all he's doing is trying to help them realize that really this is what's going on deep down. Within the, within the heart of a Yid is a brokenness if they're at odds, if they're fighting with each other. And when I hear about somebody else experiencing it, so I start to realize that, yeah, that's what's going on by me too. And whatever it is that we're fighting about is not worth this pain that I'm really having over that conflict. And how much I really want to be reconnected, that when I experience it from Aaron Akoyan and his dealing with me, I can realize that this is what I really want to have with every Jew. And that's what brings them back. I just uh, happened to see in the Sefer Hanhogos of the Chavitz Chaim, I was in the Chavitz Chaim library, that um, brings there him spending a long time talking to somebody, walking in the courtyard of the shul with his hand over his shoulder, speaking to him for a very long time. Chavitz Chaim wasn't given to just like, you know, shmooning, <laughs> but uh, it had to be that he was trying to help soften the, the, the heart of someone that was involved in some kind of very powerful machlekes, and he was working at it, you know, for a long time to try to accomplish that. But how was he doing it? Of course, he was doing it with his love for the, for the other Jew and helping them to feel that this is what really we have within ourselves. So, Maral is saying that this is the entire Ike Madrega of Aaron Akayin. Imagine if we would be offered to be the Kain Gadol, the guarantee to survive Yom Kippur. Would we take it? Oh, of course, we would jump at it. But what's it really all about? So, Maral is saying, this is what it's really all about. What it's really all about is connecting Klal Yisrael, uniting Klal Yisrael, bringing them together. Now, our is doing it on an entire Klal scale. That may be a little bit, you know, out of reach for us in our life. But um, it would seem that uh, there's something to really think about of how we can take hold of that midah of uniting ourselves and other Yidin one to another. What that really 
you know, is made out of? What methods are there? What qualities do we need? What opportunities are there to take hold of this Midah, which Hillel is saying to us, If you do this, then you are taking hold of what is the essential quality, the Madrega of Aaron Akayin. You are entering into that elite special group of Aaron's Talmidim, those that are following in the Midah, which is the essential Madrega of Aaron Akayin, uniting Klausro with each other and with Hashem to the point that it's all one. So I think that's the real um, like primary takeaway from, from this presentation, that it should get us to start to think, is this something that we can also incorporate in our life? And what does it require? And what are the ways? And what are the opportunities? And I'm not going to try to answer that tonight. But I would encourage anybody to uh, think about it a lot. Um, before we uh, get some suggestions or some reaction, I just wanted to sort of um, get back to the question about uh, what, what unleashes the simcha, what produces the simcha. And, and my thought is, though I can't prove it, of course, that that power of connection among people is really there within us. If you have, if you have someone like a chassan or a kala or both that have a real good connection with people from the real sincere respect and caring and dedication and acceptance and love for them. Children of Hashem, Am Yisrael. If there is something real there, that is a very powerful force that's generally deeply buried and not so consciously experienced. But at a special occasion, like when the music starts playing, and you have an opportunity to give expression to it, it can come forth, and then it could sort of snowball. <laughs> because once it's being felt, so it sort of sets off a chain reaction where that koach that is within us can be experienced one to another. And especially if we recognize that what's the real root of it? What's the root of our connection with each other? Of course, it's our connection with Hashem. We are connected with each other because we are the Am Hashem and Eibishta has given us that connection to Him. So then the experience of the connection to our fellow Jewish brothers and sisters is touching on experiencing our connection with Hashem Himself. And that is bound to be very powerful. So that could perhaps explain that a little bit. And then, of course, getting back to the, uh, the question of the barbecue, not to um, try to decide that question, because they can have many aspects to it. It's a very interesting topic. that can have many angles. But this uh, does provide one angle into that question. That uh, if the Tamidim will experience through that barbecue a very good connection with each other and with their Rebbe, then it would seem to be, at least as far as is concerned, a very uh, good fulfillment of this strong exhortation of Hillel of Havei Mitalmidov Shal Aroin.
So we tend to think of, you know, all these uh, efforts for achdus as a wonderful thing, feel good, it helps you perform better, etc. We don't look at it as like essential ikir, the essence of the kain godol is uniting cholesterol together. And that we can also do it. We can also have it. We can also be it. We have to be it. It's uh, quite a charge to enter into that elite group by following that course of life, that effort. Which the Maral doesn't tell us how uh, Aaron did it in a general way. But I don't know if we could do it his way anyway. So we have to find our way and ways. And um, okay, that's, I guess, uh, all I have to offer for your presentation for this evening. And any and all reaction is welcome. Okay, I guess it's Shtika Koida. Okay, everyone agrees. <laughs> but uh, the next step would be really to try to think of ways how we can accomplish that. It's not limited. This is the real Ikinakud, I think. I really should spell out. It's not limited to uh, resolving uh, bitter machlokas between people. That's one prat that Chazal uh, tell us that Aaron Akoyim did. But um, by no means was it in his case, nor should it be in our case, limited to that. We're looking for ways of connecting and enhancing connection whether it's in a family, whether it's in a community, whether it's in the yeshiva, whether it's in a marriage, anything that a person could do to bring Eden together, more together, is included in this midah of, of avas shalom. Shalom does not mean that there's no conflict. Shalom means that complete oneness, am echad. Leiv echad in Netzach Yisrael. Leiv echad legamri, complete one heart. So it's not all or nothing. <laughs> every step that we that we take, every amount that we enhance it, is the fulfillment of this exalted, preeminent mita that was the entire essence of Aaron Hakoyin, the Koyin God. Does anybody feel that this message is not life-altering? Okay. <laughs> you know, you're welcome to share your thoughts. <laughs> if you think that there's nothing we can do in this regard, you know, um, I'm very, uh, shall I say, I don't know, disappointed, but um, I respect that. Go ahead, Moshe, sure. Oh, so um, I heard from one um, quite sechotika young man that he would not want his his Rosh Hashiva to participate in the barbecue. He's afraid that it may detract from his um, fullest high level respect that he needs to have 
um, I guess, I guess in, in his case, it wouldn't have been perceived as being a natural thing to do. It's almost like, you know, if you can do it, then you can do it. <laughs> if you have the nature that it is natural, that it is comfortable, that it is just who you really are, so then there won't be any downside. If it's not your basic personality, your, your nature not natural for you, so then maybe it's not going to you know, be perceived and, and, so to speak, be experienced in the right kind of way. Um, you, you, you'll allow me to share a story just so you like to illustrate the extreme, <laughs> if you can believe it. I heard from a fellow who came into Armenian one time, an older fellow. He said he was an MTJ as a youngster. And the boys in the, in the elementary school were playing punch bowl. And Ramesha saw them playing punch bowl, and he asked them to show him how you play. Then he asked if he could join the game. And he said, sure. And he joined in the game, and he played punch bowl, and he picked up his kapata, and he ran the bases with glee. <laughs> of course, he's a youngster, so, you know, they weren't going to lose any coverage for their Rosh Hashiva. But I'm sure at any age... No, what I've lost covered for Rav Moshe, but <laughs> there could be a lot of factors involved in that. There could be somebody where it could, it could have an effect, so it's a complex question. I just mean to throw, throw into the mix this element of the chashivas, of creating achdus. It's not just a nice, feel-good thing. It's not just for camp, alav ches, dalad vav saf. It is the essence of Yiddishkeit. Yes, Rebbe I think it's one of those things that are simply uh, perception creating reality. If the perception is created that it's asnish for the, the, the Rebbe or the Rav to, to play ball, to, to, to hang out, to schmooze uh, after davening, or whatever it be, then the reality is created to, to those uh, children, those kids, those teens, that if somebody does do that, then it's, uh, you know, that, then it's a gam in that rabbi. So I'm not sure how you uh, recreate that for somebody who already had that, you know, created in them when they were a young child, maybe going to a school that was of that, uh, of that, you know, that uh, that feeling, that that rule, whatever it would be, and right. then all of a sudden, you know, transition that person to go to a yeshiva or a situation where the rub um, doesn't feel that way, but it's ingrained in the in the person. That uh, that feeling that it's hostage, and therefore, if the person does come, then he's my buddy, and I, I disrespect him a little bit. So I'm not sure how you could recreate that, whether it's only based on the rabbi or also based on the on the on the guys there, and then how they could really define whether it's inside of them or not inside. Right, hundred percent. That's uh, that's definitely very valid. That once it does become ingrained like that, it has to be respected. But then you'd have to look for other ways, you know. It's, uh, I'm, I'm just sort of putting out there that it would seem from here that that union of creating that feeling, experiencing that feeling of a real, true closeness is essential, is the essential part of Torah. So to somehow combine both elements may not always be so easy, but it should be, it should be somehow worked at to try to be reached. It should not be sort of like um, 
played down as if like this is not essential. This is this is critical, according to Baral's Pirish of this mission. So Taka is not so easy, but we should work towards it. In the uh, in the Chavetz Chaim, the Sefer uh, of the Chavetz Chaim, son Dugma al Avamori, Parakisei Chavetz Chaim writes about Chavetz Chaim relating to the children in a way that there wasn't even a possibility of Moira Av. He said, Kibarav, the aim we we accomplished a little bit, but Moira Av. There was no place for it because the Chavetz Chaim related to them with such a closeness, with such a friendship that's like let them sit in his chair and, 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 and interrupt it, disagree with it, whatever. Like they couldn't be Mekayim Moira Av. There was no, <laughs> there was no place, there was no makom for it. So we hope they didn't lose out by that. <laughs> but that was his, his personality, his hanhaga. Says there, he used to speak to every Jew, tired brother, my dear brother. It was like pouring love for every Jew. So, um, I think we should take for homework to try to think about ways that we can uh, try to connect with this great Midah. What do you say, Rabbi Sai? Is this something that we could try to think about? Can you, can you give me a list offhand of what you could do to uh, to accomplish this? Go ahead, Maisha. Go ahead. I was just saying that uh, it's something we could think about. I don't have any ideas yet. Uh-huh, okay. Okay, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not expecting. If there is, you know, call it kavod. But... Um, as you know, as as a mindset, see, we had before in the Chovos Alvavos that like we should know it. We know we have this koach. We know that's our true definition. We're amechad, but the Ramah is talking about creating that oneness, meaning enhancing it, strengthening it. Like that's that's. <laughs> I mean, like I say, to me, this struck me as definitely like. Rabbi, altering. Rabbi, what would you, uh, how would you explain like why it's so important? Like, why did you think until now maybe that it wasn't, and what, uh, what maybe is the new shot? Um. Well, if this is defined as the entire Iker essence of the Kain Godol, who is like the peak. <laughs> the, the the highest level person in Klal Yisrael in terms of his Avodah Hashem, Koen Godol, I mean, what more can, what more can we say, you know? Arna Koen, Koen Godol, is the, <laughs> of the greatest, uh, of my entire national history. <laughs> and the Baral say, you should be busy with. What? Right. I mean, what would you have thought that he should have been busy with instead? Okay, uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of aspects of Odes Hashem, you know, Kedusha, Tara, Precious, who knows what, Lima Taira. 
Do I know what tzaddikim are doing? What do I know? What do I know about the tzaddikim? Now we're finding out. They're telling me, hey, don't you know all the big rebbes? That's what they did all day. They listened to Eden. They comforted Eden. They were mechazik Eden. Of course. So fine, that's true. Yeah, but maybe. I'm not arguing with you. I'm not saying that it's pashut. <laughs> figure out what, what, what did we think beforehand? Oh, we thought beforehand that you know Achtus is a beautiful heartwarming, and it has its place, you know, there's a place, we know from Rashi, in Zosabrocha, B'shasif Rashiom, when Klaus Yisrael is together, then Hashem is the Melech, if not, he's not the Melech, we have by Arba Minim, the Medrash, that we should come together, and then when Klaus Yisrael comes together, Hashem is uplifted, we have the Medrash that says that when Klaus Yisrael were together, without any Machlekes, even though there was Avedah Zorah, they would succeed in war, when Chasvasham they were divided, even though they were they were they were, they were keeping the mitzvahs otherwise, then they were defeated. So we, we have many sources of the, the essential and we saw in the Chavos Halvavos defining Kamoicha has to do with this mindset of teamwork, of succeeding together, of being one with each other. So we find, you know, sources of the importance of that's that achtos, that oneness. But like to, to make as a mission to be uniting Klal Yisrael Ad Sheyu Am Echad. And then with Hashem, meaning as all one Midah, Midah of Shalom. This is like the peak, the peak Midah of Shalom that supersedes even Emes, which the Kashbarach is Chaysam, the morale of there in the Sivas Island talks about Shalom as Hashem's name. Okay, I didn't go through that whole that whole section. It's worth reading in the Sivas Island. Amazing things. But the, the Midah of Shalom is like such Chashivas. The morale is telling us. Okay, this is what it's all about. Uniting Klal Yisrael together. The end of the Mishnah Sharmin Da'akrama, two things I want to say. One is, Mishnah Sharmin Da'akrama, in the paragraph, Halicha B'drachav, is off, Ha'inusha Tolata, Chizak HaTor, V'tikun Achva HaMedinos. So it's not such a, you know, he's saying that is the whole Mahos of Halicha B'drachav, to be Tikun Achva HaMedinos. I don't know what that phrase means. Okay, sounds like what you're saying. But okay, okay, but I can't really touch Tikkun, Achvas, Medinais, like countries, Medinais, brotherhood, countries. I don't know. So, you know. Sounds like Shalom in the world. Okay, okay, good, dear Shalom. But, but Shalom in the world, Shalom in the world is too broad. You know, when you say Tikkun Olam, you know, it's like too broad, and, you know, we don't know how to relate to it. Okay, so I, I would like you to try to find me somebody who ever learned Mesut Sasharim who will say that their ongoing mindset in throughout their life is trying to find ways how to create connection between Yidin, meaning themselves to anybody that they meet, and one Yid to another. Find me somebody who has learned that probably tens or hundreds of times, who says that this is in their mind. Okay, so I'll tell you, I was, I was in the, the Yeshiva in Zichon Ari in Eretz Yisrael. <laughs> I, met, I met with a Chashiva Talmud of the Yeshiva, you know, a very Chashiva Talmud of the Yeshiva. Mm-hmm. And I tried to tell him, you know, the Yeshiva is so much more than just making a Lamdan. Making a good husband, making a good person, making a good father, making a mensch. Mm-hmm. Right? And he said, stop telling me these hippie ideas. Oh, yeah. 
So did, did, did you pull out Masus Lashorim at least to show him that's not hippie ideas? I don't know. No, I didn't. Maybe I should have. But you better go it back to. Someone oh. does it's hippie ideas doesn't care if you pull out Masus Lashorim. Yeah. Okay. So that just shows you, you know, sadly, how um, how unknown this uh, these concepts are. Right. No, I'm saying that that's like that's how I'm trying to answer Rabbi Goldman's question. Like it's just. It's not like a Havimina Maskana, it's just, it's like, it's most of the Ramayana Shlava type of idea. It's just, it's, yeah, when you think about it and you press someone and ask them, he might give you these answers, but like as Rashi was saying, but, but if you live with it. I think to answer Rabbi Goldman, um, another Nakuda is that the, the, the idea of like diffusing Machlekes, we would naturally not connect with the overall positive making connection. We think about it as like, it's a very bad thing, this machlekes. It's t- terrible, ter- terribly destructive. Okay, so it's a great mitzvah to get people back to tranquility. Morale is saying that although that's also a level, not to minimize that, the re- real end goal is that they should be connected, makusha. And, and that, that's a broader, in the positive sense, a broader concept, which doesn't require there to be anything negative at all. Things could be very pleasant, but it could be closer. It could be more better connected. I could find ways how to bring my yeshiva more together, my kahila more together, my family more together. <laughs> I mean, it could be keep busy all day with sharing pictures of your family to bring them together. But it has to be something that's really, you know, productive and purposeful. But that the mindset is that this is Kedusha incarnate. I'm sorry for getting excited, but uh, I'm very excited about this. Yes. Rabbi, so what is, what is the pshat? Like we, I think we often think of chesed as, you know, mahu racham, afatah racham. When right. someone needs something, to like give it to them, to help them. Right. Or give them something to right. try to help someone have right. more of a positive than they would have had right. until now. Right. Like, what's the goal of being connected? Would you say that's because we need it, or... Is it a separate thing? Is, it's not because like we need that connection. So no, no, no. It's not because we need it. It's is etzem ruchnius. This is the midah shalom, which is Hashem's name. <laughs> this is the peak kedusha. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll, I'll I'll tell you why it's okay if we don't know what it's all about. Because it's the same thing as connection with Hashem. And that we're okay that we don't know what it's all about. But we know that the that Shleimus is Dveikus. And David HaMalach is saying, Kirves HaLakim Litaif. What is good? Connection with Hashem. Dveikus. <laughs> connection. I, how do we accomplish that with Hashem? Through Tari Mitzvahs. With a human being, maybe other ways. You have a barbecue. You have a good kumzitz. You have a good chasana. You do a rikud together. All the methods that are uh, um, available in the human experience, in, in, the, in the more tangible, are also contributing to somehow fostering, getting in touch with, enhancing that inner connection, which is itself defined by the Torah as the, the, the true achievement of Klal Yisrael. We don't know what it is until we try it. (laughs) 
There are a lot of good ideas you could add, but I'm, a, I'm a hesitant to add anything to what the morale is saying. I think the, what the morale is saying is sufficient, you know, on its own, and maybe there is room to embellish it, but I don't know if I want to do that right now. I don't think it's necessary. Go ahead, hello. Um, no, there's one thing, like the, the methods that you were talking about, which might um, only be available in certain specific situations, uh, singing or dancing or things like that, but just what Aaron did when he was making shalom with people, you know, between people, mm-hmm. he somehow got them to realize that the mus- this very powerful need within us for that connection, very powerful desire and need, because we are so conditioned that it really is possible, and it really is innately there, and that is a a very powerful yearning of the neshama, so to speak, to have this. And you know, getting back to like doing chesed, it's a very different mindset in doing chesed. Because the typical mindset is, you know, giver and taker. But if you look at it as we're all together, and, you know, <laughs> we're here for each other, it's much easier to be the taker, which is a very big mile in the giving that the person shouldn't in any way feel put down by the fact that in this situation he's receiving the help. It's one big team. This of the difficulty creates even a greater connection, like the morale says by the Fumitsaira Agra, that when there are barriers that we have to overcome and we're able to overcome those barriers, then that brings us close to the other person and that shows how close we are that we're able to overcome those barriers and those challenges. And then when we do that work, it's more our own accomplishment. So we experience it more as our own, that we have done what it took to create that connection or regain that connection. And that could be very gratifying. Sometimes we're not in control. It's a very important thing to realize that we can't control the other person's contribution. And we need to have a certain satisfaction that if we do our best effort, uh, in a, for that example, a challenging situation, that we should be sort of you know, appreciative of that, of ourselves, that we're doing what we could do. We cannot you know, bring about the end result on our own but where there is some kind of reciprocation and things are able to be accomplished in a good way, then it can be experienced in a certain way even more gratifying and even greater closeness than when those barriers didn't have to be overcome or somehow avoided. It really helps to have a very deep belief in this. That's what I think the morale means, that Aaron can only do it because he himself is connected. He is representing that this is the makeup of a Yid. You know, like Abari Levine, like Rebbe like the Chavitz Chaim. The person who has that truly powerful connection is able to show to another person that this is what you are also. This is not some, some you know, special special talent that I have. 
This is just what it means to be a Yid. Just, uh, you know, it takes some work to get there. But that's really within us. That could hopefully be um, encouraging and empowering.